Welcome back to Gabe Pro Ministries Podcast. I'm so excited you're listening to this today or tonight. I don't know, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> As you already know, this is part two to the series, The Baptism of the Holy Spirit, How to Pray in Other Tongues. And I just want to again emphasize how important it is that we f- keep focusing on God's word. So many times in life, we can get distracted, distracted by work, distracted by school, distracted by soccer practice, whatever it is that we're currently facing. And so I just encourage you, no matter where you are listening, uh, whether in your car, whether you're, uh, (laughs) I don't know, wherever you are, uh, driving, uh, eating, uh, cleaning, whatever you're doing, it's okay. I do encourage you, try to listen as best you can. Try to focus as best you can. The more focus you can put into this podcast, the more you're gonna get out of it. So I'm gonna start us out in prayer and then I'm gonna get going. Father God, I thank you for every single person listening to this today. God, I thank you you, that you created them. God, that you have purpose for them. God, that you created them on purpose and with purpose. God, I thank you the breath inside their lungs. God, I thank you the beat on their heart is not an accident. God, I just thank you for their amazing, amazing life. And I thank you for giving us words of life today. Jesus, would you speak through me? Jesus, would you use my tongue? God, would you use my mouth to speak to them today? Let it not be Gabe speaking today. God, let it be yourself, Jesus Christ himself speaking through me. I ask you in Jesus' name I pray, amen. (laughs) Amen, amen, amen. Well, if you have the opportunity to grab a Bible, definitely go grab a Bible. If you can't, it's all good too, no sweat. Starting out in Ephesians chapter five, and we're gonna be looking at verse 18. If you've been joining our Sunday night Bible studies on YouTube, which by the way, they're so awesome. We have so much fun. Uh, yeah, we just have a blast uh, on YouTube. We've been talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We've also been doing this on podcast too. And you know, it was funny because I was actually just telling my testimony to a couple friends. And I remember as a freshman in high school, when I first learned about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I started listening to podcasts just like you're listening to them now. And I think it's so crazy because at the time I felt like I was such a hypocrite. I felt like I had made so many mistakes. I felt like I wasn't good enough for God. At the same time, I was hungry for more of him. I was hungry for more of his spirit and how to draw closer to him. And so I was a freshman in high school, little 15-year-old Gabe, and I was all by myself in my room learning about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, just like you're learning today. And sure enough, God met me in that place, and I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, spoke in other tongues, and um, just gave my whole life to God. I, I left the world. I left the sin that I was in. I left the girls and, and the wrong things that I was doing. And I just chose to give everything to Jesus. I chose to get on fire for God. And that is what the baptism of the Holy Spirit does to you in your life. So many Christians, they live a surface level life. They live a life separate from the power of God. And the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire and tongues is a way that you can connect to God on an even deeper level. It's a way that you can deepen your relationship with God. It's a way that you can walk in power that you've never walked in before. Most Christians have the Holy Spirit already. In fact, all Christians have the Holy Spirit, right? When we believe on Jesus, but there's a deeper level. Say that word with me, deeper. (laughs) Say it with me again, deeper. And that is what the baptism of the Holy Spirit is. And so whether you already speak in tongues or maybe you don't speak in tongues yet, whether you speak in tongues a little bit, no matter where you are in your faith, this podcast is for you to learn. Starting out in Ephesians chapter five, if you're there with me, great. If you're not, we still vibing. (laughs) Ephesians chapter five and verse 18 says this, do not be drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit. So basically that scripture is saying, yo bro, don't get drunk with Miller Lite, get drunk with the spirit. (laughs) Say that with me, get drunk, with the spirit. Say that with me again. Get drunk with the spirit. Here's the amazing truth that I want to tell you about today. You do not need weed. You do not need drugs. You do not need girls. You do not need substances to bring you satisfaction. (laughs) You have the Holy Spirit and fire. 
no matter where you are in your walk with God, if your relationship with God feels dry, if when you go to church, when you're worshiping, even when you're listening to this podcast, if you feel dry on the inside, it's not God's fault. And you do not have to go to other substances to fulfill yourself. You do not need drugs to satisfy. I love that. You know, something about this generation, we seek so many things to satisfy us, right? Right? We're seeking girls, we're seeking drugs, we're seeking whatever it is. And God wants to speak to you today. You do not need any of those things. The Holy Spirit and fire is gonna satisfy you. And that is why it says in Ephesians chapter five and verse 19, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. And verse 20, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I wanna read that scripture again to you. Do not be drunk with wine, wherein is too much, but be filled with the spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to notice in verse 18, it says, do not be drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. What God is speaking there is, just like someone were to be drunk with wine, you can be drunk with the spirit of God. <laughs> you can have so much of the spirit of God. You can be so full of God himself. You can be so full of the fire of God that it overwhelms you, that it overtakes you. And just like a drunk person, <laughs> they're not really worried about their problems. They're not really worried about even their surroundings. They're so focused on, quite frankly, the, the wine that they're on, <laughs> right? You can be so focused on God that your problems you see them differently. You can be so focused with the joy, the joy of the Lord. Say this with me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. <laughs> Say it with me again. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And I want you to picture this drunk person. At the time when someone gets drunk with wine, they're not worried about their mistakes. They're not, in fact, it's actually, when you get drunk with wine, it's a bad thing, right? Because it's a bad intoxication. But when you get drunk with the spirit of God, it's a good drunk. <laughs> Say it with me, good drunk. What happens when you get so full of the spirit of God is you'll start to be praying things that you never prayed before. You'll start to think ways in which you never thought before. You'll start to see your life in a different light. You'll start to see others in a different way. One of the most important reasons that I want to share with you about the baptism of the Holy Spirit is because it is going to change how you love one another. It's going to change how you love your friends. It's going to change how you love your family. It's going to change how you interact with people. Because when you're full of the Spirit of God, instead of being mad, instead of getting bitter, instead of holding unforgiveness, instead of holding anger towards one another, you can be so full of the Spirit of God that you, instead of responding to anger with anger, or instead of responding to hate with hate or bitterment with, with bitterment, you can respond to those things in love. Say that with me, in love. Say it again with me, those words, in love. So many times as Christians, I think we, we just think that everything's going to go perfect and we just hope that we're going to do good and respond well in certain situations. And we just hope it's on a Sunday because we had church on Sunday. So I hope I'll face a problem on a Sunday because then I'll be ready. But God wants you to be ready every single day of your life. God doesn't want you to wait to listen to the song Waymaker, right? <laughs> For you to be full of the spirit of God. God wants you to be full of his spirit all the time because all the time in your life, you have problems all the time in your life. People are coming up, right? You're facing different situations. You're facing different circumstances that you hadn't yet faced. And so this podcast is for you to learn how you can continually walk in the presence of God, continually walk full of his fire. Because I'll just be honest, right? Um, even me doing this podcast, right? I'm not perfect and I have ways to improve. And 
So I just encourage you, no matter where you are in your life, no matter how good, quote unquote, of a Christian you think you are or how perfect you are or how even how on fire for God you are right now, there's always room for growth. Um, you can be honest with yourself. You don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to be ashamed if you're not on fire for God yet. You don't have to be guilty um, of things in which you can improve. Instead, just get excited because you're learning how to improve. I just want to encourage you with that. Don't allow yourself to get down on your mistakes. It's okay. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. <laughs> Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. <laughs> Anyways, turn with me next. Let's see. Turn with me next. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. I love this scripture. Talking about praying in tongues. If you haven't yet watched part one of this podcast, be sure to go watch part one. I taught a lot of important things about uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, how to receive, um, and some things that God has said. So now we're on part two. Um, And I want to take this quick break to encourage you. If you have a Christian friend that you know is hungry for more of God, hit this button, share with them and share it to them. There's a little button in the bottom right where it's like a square and then an arrow. If you hit that button, you can hit the button like copy link and then paste the link and send it to a friend or post a link to your Facebook or wherever you'd like. If you want, you don't have to, but the more you share this podcast with someone, you never know it could change their life. My life was changed because my aunt decided to share a podcast with me. So you never know when sharing this podcast with a friend could really change their life. First Corinthians chapter 14, we're going to be looking at uh, verse 13. Paul said this, Wherefore, let him that speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. And then in verse 14, he said this, If I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. And then in verse 15, he said this, I will pray with the spirit and with the understanding. I will sing with the spirit. I will sing with the understanding also. So something I want you to learn about praying in tongues is praying in tongues is a spiritual thing. Say that with me, spiritual. Say that with me again, spiritual. And your spirit is your heart. Say that with me, my heart. Say it again, my heart. The Bible describes human beings as a three-part being. Just like God the Father has three parts to him, right? God the Father, Holy Spirit, and Jesus the Son. You have three parts to you. You are a spirit. That's your heart. Say it with me. I am a spirit. You have a soul. Say that with me. I have a soul. And then say this with me. I live in a body. Say that with me again. I am a spirit. I have a soul and I live in a body. Let's say it again. I am a spirit. I have a soul and I live in a body. Your spirit is your heart. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. So that's how you connect to the intellectual world is your soul, right? Your soul is the part of you that uh, does your math test. Your soul is the part of you that studies. Your soul is the part of you that cries. Your soul is the part of you that, that gets mad at people, right? That's your soul. And then your body is the part of you that, well, to all my boys out there, y'all think you can bench 300. You probably can't, but anyways, (laughs) Uh, right? Your body is the the part of you that you wish you lost 10 pounds on, right? (laughs) That's your body. The Bible describes you first as you you are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. I want you to picture a glove, and I want you to picture a hand inside of a glove. Um, As soon as you take the hand outside of the glove, the glove falls to the ground. Why? The hand is what is controlling the glove. Your body is like a glove and your spirit, who you really are on the inside is inside your body. That is why when you die, if you've given your life to Christ and when you die and when you pass away, your, your body stays on the earth, right? Your body doesn't go with you, but your spirit, who you are on the inside, your heart, your very person comes out of your body. And most likely you go to heaven if you've given your life to Christ. Um, If you haven't, then otherwise, but 
That is who you are on the inside. So when it comes to the baptism of the Holy Spirit, what the baptism of the Holy Spirit is, is a deeper experience with God. It's a deeper walk with God that you can have. But the baptism of the Holy Spirit doesn't happen necessarily on your body. The baptism of the Holy Spirit comes in with your spirit, with your heart. And so what Paul was saying in the scripture is, he's, he was basically saying, I'm going to pray in my understanding, which means English. And then he said, I will pray with the spirit also. A lot of people use this scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, to disprove tongues. And they say that not everyone has the gift of tongues. But we see that Paul himself said, I will pray with tongues and with understanding. So anytime you see in the Bible when it says pray in the spirit, it's referring to praying in tongues. He also said this in, uh, da, 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 give me one, one quick second. One quick second. He said in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 18, I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than you all. Also in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he was talking about the particular gift of the tongue that he was talking about in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 was a different kind of tongues. It was a separate kind of tongues that is reserved for church services or meetings, gatherings, that is a special type of tongues. But the tongues that is for every believer, which we find in Acts and 1 Corinthians, is we know from those different situations is for every believer. If you haven't yet heard those scriptures, just go listen to part one where I share those scriptures all throughout Acts. But I just want to encourage you with that today, that to stay in the spirit, turn with me next to Philippians chapter four. Um, Philippians chapter four, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is not a one-time thing. And that's really what I want to teach you today through this podcast is the importance of filling yourself up with the spirit of God. And I know that might sound um, kind of weird or different. Maybe you haven't heard that before, but how many of you guys ever realized if you don't go to church for a month, do you know how you feel like kind of weird? You kind of feel slimy on the inside. <laughs> is that because you're not going to heaven anymore? No, that just means you're uh, not walking in the fullness of your relationship with God. Why? Because you, you're not uh, pursuing him. You're, you're kind of being lazy. And that's not to criticize you. That's just, right, being honest. Uh, or have you ever like not gone a week without reading your Bible and you feel like you're not as close to God anymore? The reason why you're not close to God is not because God doesn't want you to be close to him. God has made it very clear that he loves you, that he is never against you, that you are his accepted and the beloved, that he will never leave you nor forsake you. But your relationship with God is not going to happen automatically. You've got to put some work into it. You have got to draw close to God yourself. So, when I say fill up yourself with the spirit of God, what I mean is you have to make a decision in your heart and you have to act this out to stir yourself up, to fill yourself up with the spirit of God. And I want to teach you how to do that today. I'm so, so excited. Philippians chapter four. <laughs> you know, I'm so excited that you guys are learning this because I wish I would have learned it when I was your age too. I didn't really start learning it until I was in eighth or ninth grade. So, so many of you are like in sixth grade, fifth grade. Oh my goodness. If I would have known this, oh, <laughs> So lit. Philippians. Okay, I'm still turning there in my Bible. Give me one second. Philippians chapter four. See, this is good. All y'all are you actually turning your Bible. You just wait with me. <laughs> Philippians chapter four. And we're going to be looking at verse four says this. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Notice who does the rejoicing? We do. God will not praise himself all by himself. God is waiting on you to praise him. God is waiting on you to open up your mouth. God is waiting on you to take a step towards him. In verse five, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Then in verse six, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, 
let your requests be made known unto God. And then the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever's true, whatever's honest, whatever's just, whatever's pure, lovely, good report, virtue, praise, think on these things. So when it comes to praying in tongues, when it comes to the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Bible makes it very clear that you pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You believe you receive, according to Mark chapter 11, and it helps to have someone to pray with you, as always. If you haven't yet, uh, prayed for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, go to the YouTube channel. Just search my name, Gabe Perot. And there's a video right now just called How to Pray in Tongues. Go watch that video. You'll learn. I pray for you in that video um, and you'll learn. But So this podcast is for those who have already received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Once you have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and once you've maybe started to speak in tongues or maybe you haven't yet, and once, you, once you've already prayed, you get to this place where you've maybe you've spoken a little bit in tongues, maybe you've spoken a lot, no matter how much. You get to this place where you feel like you can get more, where you feel like you need to fill yourself up again. That is why the Bible says in Ephesians chapter five, but be filled with the spirit. And in the Greek, when the Bible says be filled, it's not a one-time thing. It's actually a constant, perpetual. It actually means be being filled. And so God has not called you to live a one-time encounter with him. God has called you to live a constant, perpetual, constant filling of his spirit. And the way that you're able to stay on top of this, the way that you can stay filled, you know what I'm saying? Stay woke. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) The way that you can stay in the right place, full of the spirit of God is by prayer and supplication and praying in the spirit. So I just want to encourage you the way, and I'll be honest, no one is perfect in this. In fact, I can improve. I will improve. And I need to even do a better job with this. But something that I love that, that anyone and everyone is called to do is get into a quiet place, get into this quiet place and just start praying in the spirit. Just open up your mouth. And no matter how the tongue sounds, whether it's mutters, whether it's gibberish. I remember when I first started praying in tongues, I thought it was so dumb. I was like, Gabe, why are you even doing this? (laughs) But yet I read it in the Bible. I knew it was God's word. I knew it was God's word speaking to me. And I think so many times in our life, we may have these certain feelings. We may have even grown up in a church that told us that tongues isn't for us. Maybe even our parents don't speak in tongues. We have all these voices telling us that tongues isn't for today. But yet when we read in the Bible over and over again, that the different scriptures about how tongues is for today, we have a choice. We have a choice to either believe God's word or believe our feelings. Say this with me. I believe God's word. Say that with me again. I believe God's word. And so I just encourage you with that today. Choose to believe God's word. According to Ephesians chapter five, you yourself can always fill yourself up with the spirit of God. Don't wait for Gabe to make another podcast, even though it's good to get excited. Don't wait for Gabe to make another YouTube video. Don't wait for your pastor. Don't wait for someone to pray for you again. Start praying in the spirit now. Keep praying in the spirit. Set aside time. Set aside a timer, 10 minutes, five minutes, and just pray in the spirit. And maybe it sounds like completely different. Maybe it's mutters. Maybe it's a language you don't even understand. That's all biblical. That's all understandable. It's okay. Paul said he prays in his language and tongues. So whatever language you speak, you can pray in your own language. And I encourage you, pray in tongues. And as you keep praying in the spirit, as you keep praying in tongues, you'll find yourself getting more and more filled up. It's kind of like a water pitcher, right? When you first start out, you put a little bit of water in it and then you put a little bit more and then you put a little bit more and you just keep going. And you say, Gabe, when do I know how to stop? Well, just keep going. Keep going until you know you're good. (laughs) And when you keep praying to the spirit, you'll kind of get to a place where you're just like, man, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm gonna go on with my day now. 
And you could just kind of do this throughout your day. I remember in high school, something I love to do is, is I, would, I would actually ask to go to the bathroom sometimes. And I would, <laughs> I would go into the bathroom just praying in tongues. And as I walked from class to class, I would be praying in tongues. As I rode my bike home, as I uh, rode the bus home, as I drove, whatever, whatever I was doing, I was just praying in tongues. And it helped me to stay in the spirit. You know what happened as a result in my life? I started loving people more. I started being more patient. I started getting better tests on grades. <laughs> I started... Uh, succeeding more in life because I was full of the spirit of God. Now, oftentimes I do want to emphasize too, even when you start praying in tongues, you don't have to feel anything for it to be right. And I think a lot of times as Christians, we feel like we need to have like some type of buzz, right? Like you need to have, oh, I need to have an amazing buzz whenever I pray in tongues, or I need, I need to like see God himself in order for me to pray in tongues. God wants you to operate by faith. Say that with me, by faith. To operate by faith is to operate is to trust his word instead of your feelings. Even though feelings are awesome and oftentimes feelings do come from God, we can't live a life relying on those. We've got to live a life relying on God's word. And so anyways, as you start out praying in the spirit, no matter how you feel, just keep going and try to set out a timer of like five to 10 minutes and just keep going with it. And and you'll find that you'll start to experience more of God. You'll hear his voice more clearly. You'll see visions even. You'll have more peace, you'll have more understanding, um, and you'll really start to understand his word. I encourage you to do this even before you read your Bible. So before you take out your Bible, start praying in tongues, start praying in the spirit. If you don't yet uh, pray in tongues or you're not very developed, pray this prayer with me right now. Father, I thank you for Jesus. Jesus, I ask you right now for the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire Jesus, I thank you. (laughs) You're the baptizer of the Holy Spirit and fire. I believe I receive my prayer language right now in Jesus' name. Amen. (laughs) Now just start praying. Now, you don't have to know what language it is. Open up your mouth. Just start moving your tongue and God will fill your mouth. There we go. That's it. Now the Bible says in Acts chapter two, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And grammatically speaking, there should be this in there as well. It says they were all filled with Holy Spirit. And technically speaking, it should say, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. As we wrap up this part two of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's important that we learn and realize when we pray in tongues, when we pray in our prayer language, I think a lot of people are waiting for God to pray for them. But God is not going to pray for you. God is going to let you pray first. God is going to let you open up your mouth first. As you open up your mouth, as you move your tongue, as you move your vocal cords, as you move your own body, God fills it. So I just encourage you, don't wait for God. Don't wait for God to do something special. Just open up your mouth. If you open up your mouth, if you start moving your mouth by faith, he's going to fill it. And as you keep praying in tongues you can get a little bit louder. You can get a little bit more confident. Just keep going. That's my best. You know that, you know that uh, one movie, it says, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. I think it's Nemo. <laughs> just keep going, praying in the spirit. Just keep going, praying in tongues. You'll find that your tongues will get more and more developed. Don't worry how it sounds. Don't worry if it sounds super weird. I know it sounds weird to all of us. <laughs> how many of you guys in Spanish one class didn't sound weird? <laughs> no, we all sounded weird. Why? It was a language that we're not used to. So, Keep praying in the spirit. Keep developing your relationship with God. And yeah, keep going with it. There it is. Woo. <laughs> amen. Amen.
I love that scripture. I want to read that scripture in Philippians 4 one more time too. Rejoice in the Lord, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, honest, just, pure, lovely, good report, virtue, praise, think on these things. As you pray in the Spirit, focus on the things God has done for you in your life. Focus how he brought you out of that addiction. Focus how he saved you, how your heaven is your home. Focus on his blood. Focus on the finished work of the cross. Focus on the love that God has to you, the forgiveness that God has to you. As you focus on these things, you'll find yourself getting more and more into his spirit, getting more and more into his love. You'll find yourself more and more free from those addictions, more and more free from that sin, more and more free from that shame and into the freedom of God. Amen. Say amen if you agree. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you were blessed by it. If you like, go back and listen to it again or go listen to part one or go check out the YouTube. We're live every Friday and Sunday night. We're live Friday nights right now at 10 o'clock Eastern, nine o'clock Central, seven o'clock Pacific time. And we are live Sunday nights at nine o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock Central. We do Zooms Sunday nights as well. Uh, I give away the Zoom code Sunday nights on uh, the live stream. So I'd love to see you there. And yeah, thank you so much. This podcast is brought to you by the partners of Gay Pro Ministries, um, by those who have chosen to help me uh, with this podcast. It's not free. Um, it does take resources and money. So I want to say thank you to anyone who has chosen to give um, into the ministry. It doesn't profit me directly. It helps me preach the gospel. If you are interested in helping me make another podcast, uh, if you're interested in helping me uh, preach this gospel, you can visit the website carrychrist.org, C-A-R-R-Y-C-H-R-I-S-T.org, and you can click the button donate. And if you'd like to just maybe give a dollar a month, there's an option there, a PayPal option, where you can commit to giving just a dollar a month and you can click monthly donation. If you choose to do so, I send out emails to all partners, um, giving Zoom calls and updates and uh, special monthly letters and all really just really cool, awesome stuff. Um, and you can know that you are making an impact, uh, helping send me preach the gospel. If you like, no pressure though. If you don't have any money, that's fine. You can visit the website. There's a little place where you can put in your email and your name, uh, to, for prayer requests so that we can, uh, keep praying for the ministry. Uh, this past month alone, I believe we're sitting right around 250 to 330 kids that gave their life to Jesus documented that have told us, uh, they made a commitment to Christ. I was just reading a testimony earlier today about a young person named Natalia, who's, um, was struggling. Their parents didn't take her to church, but she came across a video, uh, gave her life to Christ and was joining the live Bible study this past Sunday. And she said she felt the presence of God started crying and God made himself real to her uh, all through the live stream. And so I was just praising God. So thank you, thank you, thank you to anyone who's chosen to pray and give financially. Thank you for being a partner of this ministry, helping me preach the gospel. This message, it's so important that we share Jesus with this whole world. That's the vision of Gay Pro Ministries, to preach this gospel to this next generation. 80 to 90% of our listeners are below the age of 20, and you are having an impact in reaching those kids. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And yeah, we, have, we are reaching millions of kids each week on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, <laughs> wherever we're at. <laughs> Amen. So thanks so much for listening. And if you'd like to learn more, you can visit the website, carrychrist.org, or the YouTube as well. Just The YouTube is just my name. Uh, love you so much. And yeah. Well, I'll try to be making a podcast every Sunday now. So uh, be looking out for that. Just every Sunday, I'll try to release it. Uh, But love you so much. Have a good day and stay blessed.
Hashtag make Jesus viral. <laughs> okay, I'm going to some Oreos now and watch the movie Chosen. Who else will be watching Chosen? It's a good movie. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay, all right. I think I'm going to end the podcast now. <laughs> Love you. Stay blessed. <laughs>